Oh, wait, wrong theme song. But <laughs> Oh, wait. How's the Batman one go? Little Danny Elfman action. Welcome back, Threads and Dreads. As you can tell, today we're talking a little Batman. Yeah, and it's dark like a bat cave in here. Exactly. I, I, I like it, it. Batman esque <laughs> up in this bitch. And then your TV is huge. It's almost like the bat computer. Yeah, and I use the voice thing a lot, so it's like Alfred. Batman was was early to the game when it comes to uh, uh, AI. <laughs> AI and just computer technology in general, you know? Yeah, he always just had a giant screen. Yeah. Which, think about reading the top of that screen. Think about looking at what the URL you're typing yeah. in at the top of that. Like, ah, oh, shit. I, it's like the front row of a movie theater. You're it, just, like, yeah. staring up. And it was before, like, flat screens and flat panels. So, you know, oh, that it had the big bubble. Oh, it's definitely a big curve. <laughs> yeah. That TV weighed, like, 200 tons. Yeah. I was uh, like fall on him, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's his biggest risk is actually just a normal. That whole cave is sketchy. It's risky. He has like the giant uh, like penny that or like whatever the coin was that was like two faces thing that's like sitting in the back cave. So I actually found out that it's not two faces thing. Oh, I love where this the is original going. version of it is some guy who's uh, his superpower was like based off of coins or pennies or okay. something and it was just some weird 1960s maybe 70s yeah. like fucking total throwaway character but the coin always stayed and i think they just kept it forever because everyone assumes that it is i think there's been a retcon version of that coin is two faces yeah because it just makes all the sense well there was an episode of the animated series where he ties him to this giant coin yeah and flips it so he has like a 50 percent chance of living because i always wonder it's like what's where's that dinosaur from the di yeah the dinosaur was chilling in the he cave. just stole that from a museum i don't know but dude i'll tell you batman how can we repay you he's like i do love that t-rex I'm, I'm a big t-rex fan it, it, it pops up occasionally so in uh arkham city the video game where you're in the one level which is the museum when you're, it's dude scared the fucking shit out of me. Two two jump scares in that museum. The first was when you're walking up to the main lobby and a dinosaur just pops up like out of nowhere and it's like an animatronic you know exhibit that they have there. And then there's another one in that same level where a fucking shark jumps out of the water, dude. I was like, it scared the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, that um, dude, there's some those games kill it oh, and the i've heard so many people talk so and i didn't realize how fucking many there are you need to just pull up some youtube shit at some point of uh just like gameplay footage i mean the level design everything about it is just it was it's incredible well we're gonna get to that eventually with our little yeah, batman snake draft that we have coming it, at you guys two today man snake draft dude it's two more of like uh it's kind of like a dodgeball style yeah. You know what I mean? We're kind of going. It's we're a picking short teams. snake. It's more like an earthworm. Yeah, we're picking our teams right now. <laughs> um, but first, let's grab or just jump into a little bit of news. News Arena. Yeah, what beep, do we beep, got? Beep, 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 um, Rumor has it Chris Evans might come back for uh, to Marvel. Really? Yeah, not in a full, you know full-on capacity but some cameo stuff and i don't find it shocking at all it's not shocking i think he you know he enjoys being a part of this marvel universe and just because he's such you know a, a, a prolific figure in that 
And I don't know. Also, he's the. I don't know if you ever seen interviews with him. He is like genuinely, genuinely the nicest person. Like, on the uh, that's what I'm here. saying. I'm, and I am so thankful that I mean, dude, knock on wood that this this guy has not been like fucking canceled or some shit come to light where he's not a good person because that would really bum me out. Yeah, he he kind of is a real Captain America. He's a real like Boy Scout. Yeah, seriously. But he does have. I don't think he's typecasted into a Captain America. T- like type role i think he's pretty versatile as an actor he's done a bunch he's actually really funny he is i think we might see him in deadpool as johnny storm that would be great because i think deadpool 3 is when we're gonna get every dream weird cameo you could kind of want eventually yeah it's every cameo from that old fox universe i was at the bar last night and knives out was on the tv have you ever seen knives out I've only seen, like, I've seen all of Knives Out, but I've seen it in parts. I did see Glass That's a terrible way to watch that movie. Yeah, <laughs> there's I a agree. Lot, there's a lot going on. Anyways, he's fantastic he, in that. He was he's great in really, that. really, really good. Yeah. And it's it showed that he could be a little more of a, a you know, not, like for a better word, a bad guy. It, he, did you see? It was menacing. There's a not so great movie, but I think he plays a great role in it. It's uh, him and the Goss. Are playing. It's called Gray Man. Okay, I, I remember and it came out. What's that all about? It's like a Netflix movie. Basically, Ryan Gosling is this fucking black ops, uh, off the books CIA agent guy that they send in for this shit. Job kind of gets botched a little bit. Um, they basically burn him or whatever, and someone sends out. The Gray Man, which is Chris Evans, to like hunt him down. And he's like a fixer almost. He is an ex CIA guy who they were like, whoa, this guy's too crazy for even us, the CIA. (laughs) Notorious crazy guys. So he's like now just a hired gun, and people bring him on for shit like this. And he was a part of the program or something, maybe. Decent movie, though? It's... I I don't think I've even finished it. <laughs> it You get, like, the whole story. It's pretty new, right? It's fairly new. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought Chris Evans was good in it. He plays just, like, a cocky dickhead kind of guy. And... He excels at it. It's his character from Not Another Teen Movie. I was just about to say, I love him in that. And it's, Scott Pilgrim. I yeah. mean, he, he's, oh, I forgot he was in Scott he's Pilgrim. Fun, he's a funny guy, he's, man. He does have a good sense of humor. So I think coming back isn't as much of a worry for him as it's because he's like, he's going to be fine. Like, I get where Robert Downey Jr. was like, he would just cost so much and he was probably getting tired of it. And because he's also older. Yeah. He's also done a lot more. Yeah. He's got to be close to at least at, 60 by now. Right. And yeah. at this point, maybe he's like, dude, I'll come back as a fucking Jarvis type guy or a fucking hologram or some shit. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, I don't think they're doing do little too. <laughs> that shit. I mean, granted, I love how that was like the first movie he did after. Avengers. Yeah. He was just an Oppenheimer. So he's, he is oh, doing he, fine. He kind of stole the show, man. He was great in Oppenheimer, but oh my God, it would be, I think it's nice that some of these guys are like willing to come back. Another good Chris Evans movie. Did you ever see Snowpiercer? I have seen Snowpiercer. That's a good flick. I, it's like 
Kind of like a cult classic. Now, they yeah. need a fucking TV show out of it, too. And the TV show ran for, like, a little while, yeah, which I kind of like... I don't think they really needed that, but... It doesn't seem all that important. You know, it's it's the thought that counts. You no, know, Snow, Snowpiercer was good. Um, Something I don't know if you've seen yet, but, Sean, guess what trailer dropped. Oh, God. Uh, be still my beating heart. I don't know. I'm going to see. As I'm typing in it, let's see if you can figure it out. Is it Aquaman 2? Is it's Aquaman 2. The, the Lost, Lost Kingdom. Kingdom. Ooh. So who replaced Amber Heard? No one. Oh, she's still in it? Well, <laughs> they kill her she's not in this trailer very much. I can tell you yeah, that. I heard they were she's go- there. There, there was that's like, the one shot of her. There was a scene. They were talking about like they were going to uh, like literally reshoot everything with her. Not in it. <laughs> I feel like they've reshot this movie a hundred. Oh, they got times. homeboy from Boba Fett. Yeah, he's been his uh, dad, Tamara Morrison. He's in, oh, he's in the first one. He's in the. first one, I never one saw too. the first one. Well, you're welcome to Lost City, dude. I mean, you're I heard it gonna... wasn't terrible. I just, you know, it was it was Aquaman, so it's like whatever. I don't think Jason Momoa is a very good Aquaman, though. It's just a. It's not, it doesn't fit. It. I think we always go towards this Aquaman, who's the original, like he just he's like a you know, old sea captain type guy. (laughs) He lives in a lighthouse. I feel like there's a lot of comics where he's a pretty noble, like, king. Like, royal. He's more, uh, like, Superman-y than fucking haggard-ass dude. Yeah, he's definitely more of a, uh, um, what do you call it? A... uh, Yeah, royal person. Yeah, he's just, like, he looks better. He has... Uh, he's more eloquent. He isn't fucking this like big goofball fucking. Just because Jason Momoa's jacked doesn't, and is from Hawaii, I assume. He has Polynesian roots, or uh, yeah. yeah. So they're like, well, he's got to be Aquaman. I'm not saying. I almost feel like the other guy, Orm, looks Ocean more, Master, looks, looks more, more like, like actual Aquaman yeah. to me. This is one of those times where. Like, to have a weird, just, like, crew-cut blonde hair guy, he does stand out a lot because no one else in Justice League looks like that. Yeah. Well, I guess Barry a little bit, but you can make Barry look like whatever. Preferably not Ezra Miller. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Barry Allen, yeah, was always a blonde dude, yeah. But that one, I, have, I think there's way more leniency. It'd be cool if Aquaman was just kind of the old king. Yeah. I want the harpoon arm to come back, dude. That'd be sick. That, that was cool when they did that. This is going to be... He's, all this is over. The Aquaman character is actually pretty dope in the Justice League cartoon. I'm a big fan. Oh, yeah. He was really he, good in He that. doesn't show up all the time, but when he when he does, he's, all, he's got the beard and I shit. I was just know? watching some uh, Justice League Unlimited earlier. Oh, yeah. Dude. They're, they're, yeah, Justice League and Justice so League Unlimited good. are pretty solid. Great self-contained episodes. Yeah. And I think when they do the two parters too, yeah, stuff, they're yeah. just they do a bunch of two parter stuff. Um, yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you what, man. Uh, you know, it's I don't know, it's Aquaman. We'll see. <laughs> it's not. I don't think it's gonna be good. I think this is the last thing though. So before they like reboot everything, basically before it's all done. Yeah, before this, because I'm apparently Blue Beetle, which for all intents and purposes I have heard is not like that bad yeah but i think again they're just burying this shit now where they're like we 
it's not worth it for us to promote this at all. Blue Beetle came out during a fucking strike where no one could promote it. That's true, yeah. It's just, they want this done, and they want to just move on to James Camp or to James Gunn, and yeah. they just can't because they made all these movies and bet on the wrong horse. There's a part of me that is kind of nervous. Like, So DC obviously has had a lot of flops and this and that, and... I think there's a huge opportunity for them to come back and you know revamp everything and make it uh, entertaining and cool again. But I feel like they're gonna miss the boat as far as like the time frame of like popularity of this stuff. I mean, people yeah. believe it or not, people are gonna get sick of these fucking superhero movies. They kind of already are, without so, a doubt. You so have- they might start cranking up some solid flicks, but no one. I don't think anyone's gonna care enough at, at a certain point. It has to be enough of a spectacle and unique enough now. That's why a lot of these. Let's go extra gritty, like Nolan style. Yeah. Doesn't work because it's Nolan style. He's already done that. We've already gotten those. And even those to a degree, by the third one, you're kind of like, what the fuck's happening? I really liked the third one until people started pointing out all these like plot holes and stuff. And I was like, God damn it, you're right. Yeah. It's It's just tough. There's stuff once you see it. They rewrote like the whole movie after Heath Ledger died. Yeah. And there was also remember there was at that one point in time when uh, when he was go- it was going to be what Robin Williams was Doctor Hugo Strange and uh, was that wasn't Philip Seymour Hoffman going to be the Penguin Johnny Depp was going to be the Riddler Do you remember all these rumors? Oh, like, those are all rumors. They, no, they had a trailer though with Robin Williams as Hugo Strange. I swear to God, I saw it. Unless I this was some Mandela no, effect it, shit. I think that you might be on a Mandela effect because uh, Robin Williams is like a notoriously. It was like notorious for after they dangled the Joker in front of Robin Williams yeah. to get to get Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson in, and after he found out that he was like fuck that, never doing one of these. Like he Jack Nicholson was like the perfect Joker, but man, to see what Robin Williams would have done with that role would have been oh, really cool. Crazy. I was a big, big. I'm a big Robin Williams guy. I mean, I think he's all right. <laughs> okay I'm, right. i'll be honest there's like a lot of things i never there's no movie that i watched a ton as like a kid that i was like yes this is my jam and i get it there are a bunch that people have seen that you just like certain ones as a kid you just catch or don't catch because you're watching them from like the library or the fucking you're not going on to netflix and picking movies anymore or we weren't we were like going to just random. So again, we, I think we talked about it. Your library sometimes just has like, yo, got this one. It's fire, <laughs> and you just like attach yourself to certain things. That's true. So like, people love Jack. Like, I never seen Jack. Do do they though? I mean, <laughs> I've seen it. I like the movie. I've actually seen it a bunch, but <laughs> well, I think that's the, I think that's the better thing. People have seen it a bunch. It's 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 a very strange film, but I, I think I always like Robin because the perfect blend of the the the, you know, the clown that can do yeah, the dramatic roles. For sure. You see Adam Sandler stepping out and trying to do it from time to time, and he's not bad, but it's like he was just so good at literally like that, that contrast between he, the comedy and drama yeah, stuff. Yeah, he could also... He was, was brilliant. He could also kind of creep it up a little bit. Yeah. He would have been a great villain in a comic book. Yeah, I, well, I watched the documentary about Robin Williams. It was pretty sad. Especially because you find out near the end, like he actually was like a fucking like severe, al- not severe, but he was a pretty bad alcoholic. Like yeah. he was drinking on set all the time and shit like that, taking shitty movie roles like oh, R- just- RV. 
Oh yeah, just doing or man anything. of the year. <laughs> like just really bad hammered. films. Yeah, and like, and then he had like his mental health issues and stuff. Obviously, you know, and like it was just like a bummer. It was a bit, but it was it was cool to see like you know how he came up and everything like that because he kind of exploded. Yeah, he did just kind of. He, Robin Williams just had his like such a long heyday where he went from TV to movies. But like then he did he did stand up too and like oh stand up. I mean like the one he sold out some big room like um like a really like a really nice like not the uh, not Carnegie Hall but something similar to that like something in that same vein and people yeah. were like dude there's no way you're gonna get people to go to this show and he literally sold it out like and he and he did like a three night run there or something. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I feel like it's uh, was it like Web- a Webster Hall type thing or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Like a really nice, you know, hall. Um, but last bit of news, dude. Something I was kind of pumped for. What's up? Is old childhood fave of mine. I guess it's not even really a childhood thing. Just something I nerd out about. But did you ever fuck with the man Percy Jackson, who some <laughs> accused of being a lightning thief? Um. I never saw the Percy Jackson stuff. I, like, um, so they, they were books first, right? They were books first, but obviously, reading, not good. Yeah. I, I remember when they came out, I'm like, oh, this looks cool, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they had two movies that I remember as, uh, whenever they came out, I was like, all right, these are just kind of whatever. I like so, Greek mythology a lot, yeah, though. Yeah, but it I'm seems... Very, intrigued by that it's the greek stuff but it also it was kind of like an aquaman ripoff wasn't it yeah had some but it was before aquaman oh oh really well it was before the aquaman movies right right right, right. um yeah it was definitely not before the comics <laughs> well i guess technically the greek gods were yes this so is true. in fairness who knows yeah that's why like fucking hercules the disney movie is so great man like you had the titans you had zeus you had but all yeah, those that's, cats that's what this has uh you got fucking lance hendrickson r.i.p he's uh the black guy who's in john wick he's the oh. front desk guy oh did he die? he died he recently died, huh? dude, recently that dude ruled he was in fringe i love fringe yeah i did hear about this yeah it was a bummer he is so Dude, him and Ray the guy, the guy that's on Ahsoka, didn't he just him and Ray Stevenson, dude? That was the fucking God really took that day. God better be making a show up there. Yeah, that is. You don't think you're gonna miss these random, you know, kind of character actors? But like, oh, those are two like like Omar from The Wire. Like I can't remember his name. But everyone was like, people were shook about that. I just watched Anthony Bourdain uh, an episode. It's the last episode of uh, No Reservations. From the last season, where he goes, to, he just goes to Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and he he was still just like living in Brooklyn. Like, oh yeah, I mean, he probably had like a nice pad and stuff, but he like lived in the neighborhood. He'd walk around, he knew everybody and stuff. Like, he was just a, a, a fucking G man. R.I.P. Dude, yeah. So those gone too soon. Um, but you also have Edge from WWE. Did he pass away? No, he. Oh, is he's in, in Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson as Aries. What what brought this? Up? Did you did you watch it recently? They're doing or? a new series. Oh, a TV series? New TV series on Disney Plus. I don't think I'm gonna watch it because it looks a little too too childish, dude. And I'm a fucking adult. Oh yeah. As you can see by the cool reflections. I was gonna say, what is going on here? What is this? Uh, there are disco balls outside. Oh, that that's from the disco up. ball. Yeah. Oh, sweet, dude. Uh, it's like a bat signal. It's bat signals. <laughs> you know why, Sean? Because it's bat time. It's bat time. And we're doing a little dodgeball draft. Yeah. 
This is going to be fun. So Picking teams. Picking teams are our best and favorite Batman properties. God knows there's a lot of them. I mean, it's incredible. I, you know, Bob Kane, uh, although not the sole creator of Batman, did kind of, you know, pave the way for this incredible uh, piece of... Uh, of uh, of IP that we have now, yeah, and we're very, we're very happy about it. Also, shout out to Bill Finger, as many people know. If you don't know now, you know. What's that? Cleveland, right? Um, no, that was Superman. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's the the two guys that created Superman were from Cleveland? The Schultz. Uh, no, there was there there was it was Schuster and Siegel, both from Cleveland. The birthplace of Superman. They let you know it right away when you're at Cleveland Hopkins Airport. There's like a big sign. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. This is the birthplace that. of Superman. That's dumb. It, it, I don't. It's, it's a little silly, but it is kind of cool. That it, it would be cooler if the art was cool. Dude, rock and roll, Superman. I mean, come on. What, what more do you want, people? Kind of weird things that, like, I understand we created, but I'm also like, Weird that everyone was just okay that we took rock and roll and Superman. <laughs> like, there's no pushback. Oh, there is. Like, New York, that was a big thing with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was like, oh, is it going to be in New York? Like, where are they, is it going to be in L.A.? Where are they going to open this uh, place? And, how about on Lake Erie? No, they had to push really hard for that. And it's literally just because that DJ Alan Freed, who, by the way, uh, was involved with a huge, what they called, payola scandal, where he literally just only played Sick. the records if you paid the, him to play them. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. That guy rules. <laughs> he coined the term rock and roll. That's all it is. That's all it was. But also, I mean, rock. I mean, like rock music has its place in Cleveland. Anyways, we're talking Batman. People. We're talking Batman, dude. Um, so the rules, pretty simple. We'll go just back a straight up back and forth. So we do what, probably about five each. We'll do yeah, maybe five, six each, and we'll see where uh, where we get to. And we'll once something's picked, it's off the board. Okay. We had discussed uh, you can do comics. You got to do specific story. Right. Um, and yeah, I think that's... I think you should I think you should lead, lead the way. Man, leading the way. Uh, I think the easy and truest one one for anything has got you got to go. Dark Knight. Perfect. Right? I love, uh, great start. Absolutely. There's so, just what was your experience with the Dark Knight when that came out? I I actually saw it early in theaters at uh fucking like Valley View. Nice. I went with me and Matt went with Jason and his dad because his dad had early like screener tickets. We were still in high school at the time. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, like the summer going into my senior year. Yeah. yeah. And um, we had, we went to the movie, saw it. it fucking, it's so sick. It's like, at that time, blows your mind. Yeah. Bl- just to anyone who sees it, not even like a comic book fan. You're just like, this shit is so cool. And we end up seeing it. Love it. We go to Grog Shop because Jason's dad wanted to go see some Japanese metal band. This that was, was after the movie? After the movie. And, yeah, it was a just kind sounds, of a wild night. Sounds like a hell of a night. 
We, by the second song, we all just left the venue and we just sat outside and probably like smoked cigarettes or something. Probably. Um, but yeah, I think that is just Heath Ledger is there is no way that he will ever be overrated on that movie because it is just such a perfect performance. It's unique. It's what everyone copies now i'd say probably one of the best like bad guy villain performances in like any movie yeah without like, a doubt yeah. it is up there on a mount rushmore yeah um yeah. so one one dude i think dark knight dude i i can't agree more i um so i remember going to see batman begins when that came out and i liked it I'm like oh this is cool i like what they're doing with batman it, yeah. it does feel more like you know, just a dark and gritty take on it and the way that it kind of like Batman's kind of taken on over the years. It's not this campy, you know, uh, 1966 Adam West TV yeah. show anymore. It's it's more than that. And Frank Miller had a lot to do with that as well. So I remember seeing Batman Begins. Like, oh, I really like this. But it was all about that very last scene when Commissioner Gordon's like, hey, there's a new guy in town. Got a thing for the yeah. theatrics like you. And he shows him the Joker card. And that's when I was like. Oh, they're making a sequel and they're going to do the Joker and it's going to this is going to fucking be, be a game awesome. changer. There was already buzz that, like as, as soon as that came out everyone's like, "Oh yeah, the sequel is going to like blow the fucking roof it's, off this place." It's so crazy that they almost let Begins be a prequel a bit to like The Dark Knight is the movie. Yeah. It's the prequel is Batman Begins. It's they call it the beginning. Yeah. They're like this is not the juice. Yeah, yeah. And like, to have that title, have the title just be The Dark Knight, like that just screamed it volumes. Is, yeah. And uh, yeah, I saw it opening night. So it was supposed to be at midnight. We're sitting around, getting to be about 12 20. We're like, yo, what's going on with this movie? So the theater manager comes out and goes, hey, really sorry, guys. We're having an issue with the projector. We, we are going to get this movie up and running, though, okay? How? I, I know nowadays don't they, just, don't they just pop in a Blu ray these days? Is yeah, that like, <laughs> what, what do you mean we have a problem with a projector? Need it's, to get need to get some oil for these uh, machine yeah, parts. Yeah, you run movies all goddamn day, and now, now at the peak of when we need to see this movie, it breaks. It, you know, and honestly, I'm glad it, they tried to address that issue before the movie started. Because say, like, I would have been even more pissed oh, if we got halfway God, through, yeah. and then like the shit, you know, took a, took a shit or something. <laughs> so, dude, honestly, the movie didn't start till like almost one in the morning. So we were in the theater till like four a.m., oh, which was kind of rough. But we were all, everyone was just so enamored and glued to the screen oh, with this yeah, movie that no one even cared. I mean, yeah, like we were all getting a little sleepy, but it it is one of those movies that the first time you see it, I mean, you just can't turn away. Yeah, no, it was like a, it was electric. I mean, I, I think I saw it like a couple days later. Like, yeah, I, I, I like. I, I was like tracking down someone that hadn't seen it yet. Like, oh yeah, we we, we got to go. See Completely this. worth seeing it multiple times in theater. I'm pretty sure my friend said he saw it on acid. And I can't even imagine that. Like Holy in, the, in the theater, shit, dude. That would be so intense. I feel like. I mean, you 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 would feel like you're in the yeah. scene. You know. I'm worried about getting shot next in the bank robbery. Right. Uh, yeah. So, dude, great first pick. That's a great uh, way to lead us off. What do we got? So for me, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna hit you with a heavy hitter right off the rip too because this is just such a huge part of my childhood. It's got to be Batman the animated series. Damn, that is. It's got to be. I compl- I feel like a lot of this there might the first r- couple rounds. I feel like you agree where you agree on everything because this is a definitive for what Batman is to. I would say a majority of people our age. 
and older and then maybe a little bit younger than us still who see it. And then when people start watching it now because it's on, you know, HBO or Max or whatever, it's accessible. People love it. It still holds up. It's simple stories that are just told really well. Uh, you know, I, I really do feel that it's probably like the best cartoon of the 90s. Like, I mean, yeah, for for and like, it's like, for me, it's like that and like Red and Stimpy because there were just so no one was doing something like that. And it was just so ahead of its time. Well, and the way they to me, I think it's like a big animation thing that love X-Men 97 and that Spider-Man series. Yeah, those are really great. But. The animation on those is kind of jarring and weird it's, a little it, bit. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Bat, the Batman show, and like, there's a little documentary on it. Wait, there they, is? That, I was just about to ask you. I wonder if they've yeah, ever done that before. It, that's where I learned about. They and they interview Paul Dini and uh, yeah, Tim. They uh, talk to like everyone. Yeah, they, what's, what's Mark it? Mark Hamill, Tim, uh, Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim, yeah. Why am I drawing uh, a blank? But yeah, they talk about how they did like all the coloring on black paper. Yep, is it on YouTube? Uh, it might be because I would love to see that. And R.I.P. Uh, the actress who voiced and, and influenced the Harley Quinn character just passed away. Yeah, she was married to uh, some celebrity, like a big name, like celebrity. R.F.K. No, no, that that's it, Cheryl. That's Hines. Cheryl Hines. Yeah, I just found that out. I didn't know that. Did you watch that Tim Dillon episode? So weird. Um. <laughs> No, I think that Batman the Animated Series is one of the best best things out there. And a lot of people will say that Kevin Conroy's uh, depiction of Batman and Bruce Wayne is the like definitive the definitive Batman. I mean, the voice every, every you know everyone knows everyone does the Batman voice a little bit different, you know, but man, just the way he did it was just incredible and he was a great actor. You know, oh, bottom it, line. They had a bunch of great actors on there. Like I said, they had Mark Hamill. Yeah. They had all these guys who, and old, like, stage actors and character actors who were just so raw and perfect for these. Yeah, Mark, Mark Hamill says that it was, like, it was his second act. It kind of it revamped his career almost, you know? And he got other voice acting gigs and became, re- you know, he became relevant again because he didn't want to play Luke Skywalker anymore. He wanted to do something else. Yeah, and this allowed him to break free of that Luke Skywalker. You know, it. he's like, all right, I got to show these nerds that I'm not this guy anymore. It's one of the best Joker laughs. I mean, the way he does that is fantastic, oh, you know? It's so good. But, right. Oh, the history. Okay, yeah, I might have to check this out. Um, so, yeah, that's mine, dude. I mean, I had, dude, I had the toys. I had... Little storybooks. I had like a storybook that had like a fucking cassette that would read. And it was the one episode. It's called How I Almost Got Him. It's when they're all sitting around the poker table mm-hmm. telling stories how they almost got mm-hmm. Batman. Oh, a classic. It is a classic episode. And yeah, I had like a storybook that followed it, you know, panel for panel. And uh, had <laughs> and it had the, the cassette tape with it. Um, Man, that's a really great pick. I am going to have to go with... Um, the long Halloween perfect uh, comic version because I think there's an animated there is an image yeah um, but that comic version I won't even include Dark Victory and I'll just go with that initial run of it to just be kind of like it it ends so well it's such a true mystery. 
Like, that's the cool part. Again, Batman doesn't have powers and shit. He's not fucking juiced up. He's just got that big, sexy brain of his in his old head, <laughs> in his old bat body. And um, he is able to, like, he has to solve, like, a real mystery. And I love a good true mystery that even when you're reading, you're like, I don't know who the fuck this is. Yeah. But you're kind of like, oh, it's it's this person. It's that person. Oh, this person confessed. Uh, you know what I mean? There's so much going on with it. Plus, you get to get, you see a bunch of your classic rogue gallery. It has all the mob tie stuff. Shit's been getting pulled from Long Halloween for movies. Yeah. For forever. I'd say the newest, the Robert Pattinson one, you, you see it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think you see parts of it in a lot, Nolan stuff. I think it goes, through, other than maybe um, the, oh, who's the director of The Middling 2? Val Kilmer and George Clooney, the director was... Oh, Schumacher. Schumacher. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Other than those, it's like a lot of that, I think, gets little pieces drawn from Long Halloween. And, and not to be slept, you know, the story's great, but dude, I mean, I love that art style. That uh, is that Tim so Sale? Cool. Is Tim Sale? No, he's the writer. Who's who does the? Uh, um, I forget. Who uh, does. Uh, 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 Loeb, Jeff Loeb. Oh yeah, Jesus man. I mean, like it's just so. It, it's so great. I mean, it it and it, it, it feels spooky. It has a spooky yeah, it, drawing style to it. You I know? love that it's a self-contained story. It doesn't affect anything. That's why Batman is great with a lot of comic stuff. Is there's so many good stories that are just almost their own thing. Yeah. And this is truly a separate universe, it feels like. But you get the origins of characters you've seen before, but aren't kind of familiar with in that way, where you're like, oh, yeah, okay, we see, like, Two-Face, but it's, like, it's kind of a different yeah. element, and it fucking rules, dude. You know, and I have to thank you, because you turned me on to Long Halloween. I wasn't hip, and then when I finally picked up a copy, I'm like, this is my favorite Batman comic ever. It's fantastic. Yeah, and then if I'm going to probably reread. It's October's coming. I'm going to read yeah, it. Yeah, and, and if you partner re-read. that with Dark Victory, yeah. which rolls right into it, yeah. it's, like, the sequel to it. Oh, you're in for a treat. That's a little treat, Arena. <laughs> um, so that is my number two. All right. So my pick, and they were just talking about it on this YouTube you're watching. It's got to be Batman '89. It's got to okay. be. Fair. I mean, I, I don't know how into this film you were, but I there's something about the style of it, the the Tim Burton thing. Say what you will about him, but like he just captured this extremely unique way of telling this Batman story. The the cost and, and that bled right into the animated series as well as far as the way where it's like everyone kind of dresses like it's the fifties but yeah. you know that it's more modern like you you know it's yeah it has this neo noir like I don't know when this is I like the cars kind of look yeah this certain way but there's still tech that wouldn't things don't match up necessarily and that is continued in the show where yeah it's a neo noir city and. Things are people use Tommy guns, but there's computers. <laughs> right, like exactly. things just don't add up really. But you accept all of it because it feels more fun. Yeah, and I mean, dude, I seriously, I would give anything to like go back in time and see that movie in theaters when it came out. I mean, people were people don't like people forget like how big it was. Batmania, 1989. Yeah. People were just freaking out over this movie. 
because it never no one had ever seen Batman, you know, taken on in this specific way. Um, in a I mean, serious even way. Even from the first scene of the movie, like it is very clever the way they do it, where it's like that family, you know, and like they're like you know they're bopping around the city. It's 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 a it's a, a, a man and wife and their son. Yeah. And you're kind of assuming that That's oh this is the this Wayne. Is, this is little yeah this is the Waynes. This is little Batman and his parents are about to get off. Oh but yeah. But then it kind of it twists around when it's like oh no this is just kind of a similar situation and, and he comes in and saves and the, 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 the day. Yeah. So I mean, just everything about it, man. Oh, I mean, I, I can literally just I can watch that movie when the fuck ever. It um, is, it is truly classic, dude. Yeah, everyone in it is great. Uh, Kim Basinger, great in that. Oh my gosh, Kim Basinger in Batman '89. I mean, probably she was like the hottest one on the planet at that time. It was insane. And then you got Robert Worrell who plays Knox. I love I love his character. Where he's a little reporter guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the big fat fucking detective guy that gets shot. Uh, <laughs> Eckhart. Oh, was that? They didn't even. I think that was before they even had Bullock. Like, because bu- Bullock took over that role. Of yeah, that's like, kind of. It was kind of like a Bullock type character. Yeah. His name is Eck, uh, Eckhart. And there he goes, he's like, you know, what's the story here? He's like, no story. These two slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> Talking about the two guys that they were that did the mugging. I mean, God, it's just such a great flick. Um, yeah. What, I what's think your experience with Batman 89? I didn't really have as much of an experience with it. I feel like we, I just we had it on VHS. We just watched it all the time. Exactly. I think, and like I said, there's certain stuff that you catch that you're like, oh yeah, this is my jam, and um, certain ones that just don't you didn't get to see. Right. You didn't get a chance to like catch on with. You didn't get a chance to like rewatch. Like, and as a kid, you really fucking examine it. Yeah, and let's not forget the icon, just like little small iconic stuff about it, even like. Fucking Prince did the soundtrack to, mm-hmm. to Batman. Like, you would never like you hear that out loud. And same thing with like when people were pissed when uh, Michael Keaton got cast as Batman. Like, that's not gonna work, you know. But somehow oh, yeah. it works. Michael but Keaton works. Prince works. You know. It especially at that time, it was so like acting felt more black and white, where it wasn't people who go, "I'm gonna do a comedy and then I'm gonna do the saddest fucking movie you've." ever seen yeah. and win an Oscar. Yeah, typecasting was like more accepted back then. And yeah, like, where you, it's you like get, you were you Mr. Mom. Yeah, you you do these You're not movies. Batman. You don't get to do these other movies. You do these movies. Could you th- I think in a way, um fucking Oh my god, how am I blanking on? Uh Heath was in the similar boat where they were like Heath Ledger's gonna be the Joker. Yeah. Heath Ledger, fucking ten things I hate about you. Right, like, yeah, same exact thing. It, yeah, and then he just came in and fucking crushes it. Yeah. Um, also, the amount of toys that came out of Batman '89, I actually kind of wanted. I'm kind of interested in like maybe starting a collection because there's a lot of them and they're highly collectible. I mean, you just saw that one. The oh, those are the '89s. I was gonna say that you Joker saw that. statue was nine hundred dollars. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I paid nine hundred dollars for this Jared Leto Joker statue. Don't get me wrong; that was, it was nice though. I mean, the design on it was very nice. But yeah, but if you're gonna get a Joker statue, why would it be? Are nice? you gonna get? It could be any Joker you've ever seen. Yeah, it's such a shame too because Jared Leto is a actually a very good actor, and he just fucking sucked he, ass in that movie. But here's the thing: I also think Jared Leto. It, is he? I think good, he's good. I, I do. I, I really think do. he's. I think he's just botched a lot of a lot of rolls up, man. He's been on a real downward downward. I really just like him in uh, Lord of War when he plays Nick Cage's uh, co-head yeah, brother. Yeah, <laughs> that 
what what almost seems the most true to life version of who he actually <laughs> right. probably is. That's why he nailed that role. Imagine that guy from Lord of War, and he just rode a fixed gear bike. He's got a mirrored coffee table, and he, he has a giant line of cocaine in the shape of Ukraine. Yeah, he's like brother. He's, he's like I'm, he's like I'm gonna it's, it's home. I'm gonna do the whole line. He's like, dude, you'll be dead before you get to Kiev. <laughs> yeah, they um. So all right, you got eighty nine. Yeah. So what's your three? What's your number three pick? Man, my number three pick. I'm going to have to go... Man, do I want to go with a movie? Or do I want to go... I got another good storyline. Yeah. But I don't know if you're going to... I don't know if I'll catch it in a, in a later round. Uh, no, be, no, go ahead. You, this is The rules are the rules. Let's see. Um... I'm going to go with a movie here, and I'm going to go with a sequel to your movie and do Batman Returns. Okay. Um, I think it deserves the credit. It is truly just the weirdest, gothiest movie of Batman you could have made. I watch it every Christmas. And I think it is a weird, good Christmas movie. I think it hits... It is a version of Batman that we got to see more of after that where people did like the dark version of Batman. Yeah. People did fuck with this weird... I mean, you we got Danny DeVito as the Penguin. And he killed it. it. When people go, like, bitch and cry because fucking Channing Tatum didn't get to play Gambit or whatever the fucking problem they have, you sit back and remember... We got Danny DeVito. Yeah. And he played the peg- the role he was physically born to play. He, I mean, he, one of the better Batman villains, like, as far as acting-wise goes, man. I Without mean, he, a- he was, sca- he terrified me as a kid. Ever tell you this story? Dude. I was so scared. I had the VHS tape. I tore, I tore the film out of the tape. <laughs> I, I was terrified. Wow, I was terrified of him. I would never have touched. True story. I would never have touched the precious, precious tape that hold the beauty that was Michelle Pfeiffer oh my in that God, stitched dude. up cat suit. That she was a little like secretary, man. Like, that oh suit, dude. God. When she's in the window and she knocks out like the O or whatever in hello. Yeah, it says hello there, and then she and then it turns into hell here. Yeah, dude. Oh my God, I will, dude. She was a really beautiful woman. She was great. There's a story, um, apparently. Uh, I think that's where I probably I mean, a, learned my love for, like, a little bit of, like, an unhinged woman. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> oh, God, don't tell me you put on a leather suit every night <laughs> and steal diamonds. Yeah, it's a little, you know, not. she's not all there mentally. Yeah. She got thrown out of a fucking I'm always window. Just hope- I'm always just hoping every girl with a cat is secretly Catwoman. Yeah. And then I'm like, ah, oh, no, you're... I, it's so funny you say that. You're just I'm regular. not a cat guy, but then like when, when a girl has a cat, it's like something about it. You're like, like, what are you, maybe Catwoman? And she's like, no, I <laughs> just have a cat. And I'm like... like oh, yeah, yeah I, I knew that. Hey, wink, wink. I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> I won't even look for the rubies and emeralds I know hidden around the house. That's right. Oh the man, cat, the cat themed artifacts. And then you got, you know, you got Christopher Walken who's super scary in it too, you know? Oh yeah, Max Shrek? Yeah. He's a fucking weirdo. It Santa Claus. No. <laughs> I'm just some poor schmo who got lucky. 
What a fucking great role, dude. Oh, my uh, God. That is one of no, my... No, Santa Claus. Afraid not. <laughs> uh, Santa Claus. Afraid not. Um, and his fucking douchebag son. He's just oh, like the dude, worst. Just, his name's Chip. I think his name's they, Chip. When they're like trying to dress up the penguin... Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, you, well, you're gonna want to get that dead fish out of your mouth. Start with that." And they try, they try to give him the little like uh, cigarette section. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> um, "Yeah, but that's my pick." The the whole um, the red triangle gang, like all the circus uh, yeah. rejects and stuff, like that was freaky. Dude. I loved that. I love when he's in the bat cave and he's like researching, like the you know, it's like oh, like. Uh, you know these this the circus people like you know go missing and there's like a, they talk about this penguin he's like reading the articles like he's going through the archives like man it's so fucking sick dude dude it was uh it was awesome i thought that was that was on my list you know who else is in that movie randomly from tim burton uh uh universe who? is uh paul rubens Wee herman oh he does he is, plays the penguin's father yeah so he's only in like Rip, you know dude. two scenes briefly but i'm sure you know you know that tim burton called him up like hey you want to be in my batman uh, movie he's like hell yeah yeah because because he because Tim Burton as which I didn't find out till I was probably like you know I had already seen the movie a bunch of times that Tim Burton that was his first movie he directed was Pee Wee's Big Adventure yeah which is wild and it made his career so nuts such a weird movie to just it's crazy how things work out you got up. this silly Pee Wee Herman movie and then that guy goes on to make one of my favorite Batman films of all time so it's very funny how life works uh what is your next pick sir all right this is a no brainer for me uh, Batman. Fucking the Arkham game series, the video games, incredible. So you go with the whole series, or is there one in particular that you would go with? I'm gonna go with the whole series. You just know I'm. You know, I've never played a video game, so you're <laughs> like, I. I'll, what if I take all of any time Batman's been played on a video game? Um, I, I will go with the whole series just because I like all the games. I agree, and that's but fine. I, I mean, it's you got to give it to Arkham, and, and everyone will agree Arkham City is the best. Yeah, dude, I'll fucking bring this shit over. And we'll it, just play it sometime. You would have so much fun just like I've interacting watched, and stuff. I've watched like the story of it. Yeah, and I've just sat down like you can YouTube like what the story or whatever is for all the Arkham games and even the overarching thing. Yeah. Um, but it to me, I already got called out. Zach called me out on fucking Clone Wars. In the last episode, he said that's disingenuous of me. That he said I didn't fuck with Clone Wars like that. <laughs> um, oh, is he a big fan of the of the TV show? No, but he just knew that I was grasping at straws. Yeah, he goes, "Did you know what the fuck?" He's like, how, "How did you not think of Rogue One?" But I would never say video like I would never say the Arkham games because I've never actually played them. But I know that they are fantastic. Yeah, I know they've. I know some have been better than others. But for the most part, I think it is um, pretty unanimous that as, as a series, it's a highly rated series. You know, so you understand, like, with, with these games, when I got introduced to them, so Arkham City is the second one, but I played that one first. Yeah. Because it just came out, and I'm dating myself here a little bit. Um, Blockbuster was still in existence, oh, and sick. I think I had a free game rental or something, and I rented. I'm like, oh, I got this, I've heard these games oh, are cool. Out, yeah. yeah, I heard the first one's great. I got to play this one. Um, and I actually, you know, so my my roommate at the time had an uh, Xbox 360. I hadn't really been messing around with like newer games at all because I didn't have a new system. Yeah. So I play this thing, dude. I was just blown away. And the th thing about it too is, you know, it's somehow it's this beautiful storyline. The story is great. Doctor Hugo Strange is the main villain. 
But the way that they are able to, I don't use the word shoehorn, but they literally do like put every single villain in that game. I don't know how yeah. they, they, but it wasn't forced. It was all appropriate. It every felt very natural. Villain, it felt so natural. The way that it just like cruises through. Cause it's like, yeah, Hugo Strange is the main villain, but then like this, there's this whole thing going on with the Joker and this virus that he has and this and that. And then spoiler, you find out that it's actually not the Joker. It's Clayface and this and that. Yeah. It's like fucking awesome, man. I, I couldn't believe how they, it, they got all these different characters into one game. It was like it, it might be my favorite video game of all time. I think it was the because here's the other thing: video or comic books don't, other than maybe like a handful of like how side scrollers used to be for fucking NES. Yeah, like the Batman Returns game. I remember. But that's just like oh yeah, I forgot about that's that, that style of game in the like in the era of new systems. Not a lot of comic books translate well into video games because it's just hard to pick. Like you have to create your own story for it. Yeah, it's not like you know you're just doing these things. You're not like just playing out one storyline. Well, it was incredible when Arkham Asylum, the first game, came out. You know, it's it's a widely known thing that they had to this point not really made a good Batman game. No, it, like that Batman Returns game for Super Nintendo, people liked it. Like it was, oh, it was, it was cool, but like you know, it wasn't uh, breaking down you know barriers or anything. That's what I'm saying. There was nothing. There was a Batman and Robin game with the George Clooney one, and that came out. I tried to play. I was so excited. I tried to play on PlayStation One. It's like unplayable. It's probably rated as like one of the worst games of all time. I, I believe it. Dude. I can just imagine. You're just like driving. Like, like it takes like ten minutes to drive to the fucking museum. Like it's so. Dumb. It's that same kind of. It's the ultra shitty PlayStation One graphics too, where you're oh, just god, like, yeah. What? It's it so dark like, you can't see anything. Yeah, it looks like just pieces of paper that have been like <laughs> melded together. Um, but yeah, I think the Arkham games is. A classic. Yeah, I got to give it to him. All right, so yeah, we're going number four. Number four, I am going to go with an animated movie. Okay. And I am going to do Under the Red Hood. Oh, love it. Love the pick. You're going with the animated movie? The animated movie version of it. So who wrote the the comic? That wasn't... um, I know Alan Moore did Killing Joke. I don't know who did Under the Red Hood. Um, man, I have no idea who wrote it. If I had to guess, I'm trying to think of who was on there at that time. Um, but the difference is I've read the comic and watched the animated movie for it. I think the animated movie is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. It breaks a lot of people into, like, if you're – if you've watched them and you like them and you want to show someone else these movies, that's the one to me to show someone because it shows you the extreme nature, like right off rip that they're like, and spoilers for this, I guess, but it's been out forever. Um, You know, it's the same thing of the Joker kills Jason Todd. Yes. That's comic history. And forever, two things didn't happen. Bent, Uncle Ben doesn't come back, and Jason Todd doesn't come exactly. back. Exactly. They just were and like, they broke Yo. the fucking rule. It was like, we killed two guys. But I'm sure they, they brought Uncle Ben back a thousand and one times now, too. Dude, <laughs> Jason Todd's worst enemy, a fucking crowbar, man. <laughs> yeah, so the whole movie starts with them just fucking killing this kid. Brutally. Brutally. And it is, I think Mark Hamill's back on as uh, Joker in it. No. 
No, that is um that is John DiMaggio who voices oh. Bender on Futurama. Yes, okay. And he does a fantastic job. Yeah. It's it's, it's like, a really good I'd say next to Mark Hamill, it's the best uh animated depiction so as as the voices. You get like this great Joker, and then the story is kind of this brutal mystery. I think it's foreshadowed who it is, but the mystery part of it isn't really the important part. It's more about holy fuck this dude's like he's doing what you said you were gonna do he's being more brutal about it but he's fucking doing it yeah and i think that is just such a it's such a concise film it turns this kind of long convoluted comic story where there's just like a lot of shit going on it's batman like it has all these side stories all this extra stuff it's cool when one of these movies gets it right. And I think it was one of the early ones that people were like, yeah, dude, DC animated. I mean, you guys aren't getting the billion dollars from Avengers, but right. at least your animated shit just bangs. People enjoy them, and they know that there's such a strong following with those DC animated you know, uh, films. And you know, much like Long Halloween, you know, yeah, the uh, Under the Red Hood has, has a good mystery uh, and detective story. Yeah. And that's, what pe- that's why people like these fucking movies and stuff. It... And again, it's that one is pruned down for the animated one to like just the right amount of extra stuff, side characters, all that. Yep. And it's like, I that would be one I'd show people. Some yeah. of them don't work as well to me, but that one. Yeah, you're right. Like, the, I don't think I watched. You said the Hush one that kind of sucked. Yeah. I oh, did. I watch that. I can't remember. Yeah. So, oh yeah, good pick, dude. Very good pick. Uh, was that number four? That was number four, I believe. Okay. So mine is going to have to be... Uh, it, it, this is really hard. It, it's starting to get a little bit more difficult. Uh, but I think I do know my, my last... If we're going to do five, I would, I would do my last two. Um, and we're going to go comic. Because this is Comic Corner up in this bitch. Uh, we're talking Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest, like... It's not my favorite Batman comic by a long shot, but I think it's just so important in the history of it, Batman and for carrying sure. things carrying things along. Like I had mentioned, if, the influence that it had on you know Tim Burton and even shit Christopher Nolan stuff, getting that more gritty feel. It was it's essential uh, without a doubt. I mean, it is truly a heritage story of Batman. It's if you were going to show someone Batman, it is the first one. Is definitely something you show people. It kind of got a little sullied when they just made like a bunch of sequels to it. But that's that's no fault of the original story. Yeah, at the, all. the the follow up from Dark Knight Returns um, is like known as like one of the worst like sequels but in a the, comic. Just the artwork to it, the story of it, everything is truly really really good i love the artwork the artwork kind of steals the show for me and that's why frank miller is so cool he's one of those guys he draws and and writes yeah um yeah just the the overall look of batman he's real bulky and shit and then like when he doesn't he has a mustache too big bruce wayne has a mustache at one point oh yeah yeah um you got bringing in the new robin what's her name uh Uh, carrie kelly carrie kelly really cool character design on that the the mutants that are in the book amazing yeah it just it's it's the animated uh, show did a great little uh, version of it. Oh, the too. movie? They, not the movie, movie, you know? But they did a little version of it during in one of the episodes of... Oh, Gotham, Go- right? Yeah. No, 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 of um, 
Batman the Animated Series. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's like a story where three kids are telling Batman stories. And yeah, the girl I basically is Carrie Kelly. Okay. And tells like her quick version. Yeah, I forgot about that. Dude, classic. Yeah, so and like I remember getting it. I ordered like this nice like leather bound copy off like Amazon or some shit. Because uh, I was going to Colorado. It was a road trip to Colorado. It was like a 24 hour bus ride. I need yeah. something to read. And yeah, man, it, it was just such a cool, it's such a cool book. Um, you know, Frank Miller is when he came on the scene was just no one has seen anything like that. So it's just cool that you know between that and like his Daredevil properties and stuff, it's it's iconic. It's it's just to, to, to sum it up in one word, you know. So yeah, that's uh, my fourth. All right, how what are we doing good on time wise? Yeah, uh, actually no, we're pretty close. We're gonna have to wrap this up in about five minutes. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with my last pick here. Fairly controversial. I'm gonna go with a little TV show they call Gotham. Okay, cool. I know it's tech. You know, I don't. I don't, I think, don't think I've ever watched it at all. I've seen like maybe five minutes of it. And that's I don't know it. if uh, if it. I think it counts because it's in the Gotham universe and everything. Yeah, there's technically no Batman. There's Bruce Wayne. Right. Um. But but Commissioner Gordon is basically the main. Yeah, character. Commissioner Gordon, Jim Gordon, played by fucking the one and only Benjamin McKenzie, do aka you, Ryan Atwood. Do you feel a little biased because of his OC I roots? Did. I might, but I thought it was a fucking. <laughs> I think it's a great show. It went on for fucking like seven seasons. Yeah, it was on for a grip. It had a bunch of OG, like weird random characters. I thought it was great, and I'll stand by it. It definitely gets corny, but. It's a new look at a lot of other characters without Batman being like the main antagonist of them. Yeah. And it hit the spot for me. I I think it's worth watching like a couple seasons. You get some good fucking fun, you know, shitty TV storylines. Yeah, and they bring I know they bring in certain villains and stuff throughout yeah. the series and stuff. So that's they don't cool. rely there's no Joker really in it until right. like, you know, I think in later seasons they do a loose variation. Because they're always like, you can't use Joker. We're going to use Joker. He's going to be in the movies. He's a movie star, this Joker. <laughs> You'll see. Um, but no, that would be my fifth pick. Man. Perfect. So mine, uh, another one of my favorites. I mean, right up there with Batman 89. The third movie in that 90s saga would be Batman Forever. Shout out Val Kilmer. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know why people are weird about Val Kilmer as Batman. I thought he did a terrific job. He was a great Bruce Wayne. He totally nailed that, like, dark, mysterious, rich guy. He vibe. is a good Bruce Wayne. I think it was just this a return to camp that everyone liked in Batman Returns was so like gothic. It, it was it was the right amount of camp though because yeah. Batman and Robin obviously with George Clooney a little just too over the top. Everyone knows it, but man, this was yeah. I mean, I loved Jim Carrey as a kid. That was yeah. Jim Carrey kind of steals the show. Tommy Lee Jones, fantastic. But I think both their stories we could have got a little bit more. Like it could have, I th like Jim Carrey just starts dressing like this weird Xanatar fucking type character that he just sees and it's like the news is never like man dressed like riddler box guy and it's like he's the riddle and it's like i don't know there i feel like it it just lacks a couple little things that could make it this way cooler movie oh of course it could have been way I, better I agree. it could have been better <laughs> that's yeah. my only like if i had to like you know be like what do i have against it 
it's not a lot. It's just little yeah. things that you're like, oh, this could have. It's the same thing with like the Star Wars shit. It's like, you know, then the fanboys get up and stuff. These movies are for children. For <laughs> sure. Like children's stories. As, when I saw that as a kid, I loved it. Yeah, I bet. It's I, only because, I, and I only critique it, I think, because I loved it as yeah. a kid. Batman Forever, yeah, they said, because they, they said, love Batman 89, but Batman Forever was cool because it was that 90s feel. Dude, the soundtrack. For sure. The soundtrack is fucking sick. Is that the seal one? Yeah, the Kiss from a Rose. Beautiful, there's a dude. Smashing Pumpkins song on there. There's, um, dude, dude, the Offspring covered this song by The Damned called "Smash It Up," which is terrific. Like, it's like just amazing. Come on, man. I mean, uh, Chris O'Donnell. We get some Chris O'Donnell. So yeah, love that movie. I that's another one where I can I can just watch whenever. Yeah, fucking love that movie. I dig it. Uh, had the McDonald's frosted glassware. I still oh, have. Yeah, the, I still have my Robin I've, one. I I've collected many of those in my day. Killer. Uh, well, that was a great countdown. Dude, oh. great countdown. I'm thinking next week, maybe Dylan, if you're listening, uh, listen up, Papa. If we let's do a little X Men. Yeah, I think he's off Monday. Let's shoot for Monday yeah. next week. Let's shoot for Monday next week. We'll do X Men. X Men Snake Draft. X Men Snake Draft. All right. Um, uh, I dude, I'm just having fun with these. So I want to ride them until I feel like I've burnt the train yeah, out. It's content, baby. But um, thank you everyone for listening. If you don't like snake drafts. Just let us know and engage in any social media with us. Uh, Instagram.com backslash threads and dreads pod. Go give us a listen at patreon.com backslash threads and dreads. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you, all of you. Um, try and get some more episodes up on there for you guys. Just keeping a consistent flow. Uh, love you guys. Thank you, Sean, as always. We'll catch you guys next time. Ba na 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 na